morning and welcome to Delancey Elam Church service online. We're so glad that you could join us this morning. Now today would have been a very special Liberation Day service for us in our church building. We would have decorated it, we would be celebrating, we'd have lots of things going on. For those of you who live afar, in Guernsey on May the 9th we celebrate Liberation Day. It was the day that we were liberated from German occupation in 1945. On the 8th of May in 1945, Sir Winston Churchill made his famous speech at the end of World War II. And in that speech, there was a precious line. It said this, and our dear Channel Islands are also to be freed today. I wonder what it was like for people back then to hear those words. Such joy, such excitement, such celebration. And we might not be celebrating quite as planned today, but the service online is still going to be Liberation Day themed. So I hope that you really do enjoy it. One thing that I've discovered uh, whilst being in lockdown is that a lot of us have some hidden talents. I've discovered, discovered that I have some hidden talents. A talent for being able to eat cake every day for being able to lie horizontal and procrastinate, to be able to stare out of the window for copious amounts of time. But that's just to name a few. I don't want to boast. But I have discovered one particular talent of somebody in our church family. And yes, within our own homegrown Delancey Elam Church family, we have our very own poet. And she is here today to share with us one of her poems. So I'm going to hand straight over to the one and only Marilyn Bruggle. Over to you, Marilyn. Coronavirus tea break, the musings of a secretary. Two weeks we've been in lockdown, with social distancing too. You must stay six feet away, it's what we all must do. I've been in isolation, I haven't seen a soul. My cats have been my company. They tolerate me on the whole. I'm asked by friends and family, how are you feeling? Are you okay? And yes, I'm fine and dandy as I go from day to day. I'm dealing with my emails. I'm drinking lots of tea. I'm learning a new language. My cats are teaching me. One meow for pat me, one scratch or bite to stop. A rub around the legs means our food needs topping up. They've taught me how to wash myself, my hands, my ears, my face. But I can't get my leg that high to reach a certain place. I used to be quite flexible in my younger years. Keep fit, yoga, weight training just brings me now to tears. My joints are stiff and rusty. My leotard's too tight. And I think my turquoise leg warmers are perhaps a frightful sight. So perhaps I'll just forget it. It's probably much better to forget about the exercise and get back to typing letters. The end. Thank you so much for that, Marilyn. That was absolutely fabulous. So celebrating the 75th anniversary of liberation this year has been a little bit different for us as we've all been in our homes. But I guess in some ways what it has done is it has given us a glimpse into what it must have been like for people back then to lose their freedom. And I say just a glimpse because obviously it's nothing like it was back then. But 
this year, being in lockdown has made me stop and, and pause and reflect and think a little bit more about what it was for the people back then to go through that experience. How frightening and how worrying it was. I think before lockdown, I just took my freedom for granted. And during this time, I've perhaps realised how much more I should appreciate my freedom and how thankful I am to those who fought in World War II to make sure that we do have the freedom that we have today. So today, this whole weekend has been a time of celebration and I'm going to hand over to the worship team now so that we can just join with them and sing in our celebration and praise to God. Before I do that, why don't you just join with me in prayer as we dedicate this time to God. Father God, we thank you for this day and thank you that we can still join together. Lord, we want to lift up your name. We want to glorify you and praise you and give you thanks for who you are and what you do and what you give to us. Lord, we thank you for your great love, your great compassion, your mercy and grace towards us. Today, I pray that we might be able to encounter you, hear your spirit through the worship and through the word. And that today, whoever is watching, they would have a real blessed day and a blessed time as they join in and participate with this service. So, Lord, we just give this to you in your mighty name. Amen. So what have you guys been up to this Liberation Day weekend? One of the traditional things we do on Liberation Day is, of course, celebrate with an afternoon tea. I wonder if you've been out having scones, tea, sandwiches, all those great things, whether you've been listening to Radio Guernsey, the 1940s tunes, whatever you've been doing, I hope you've had a fantastic time. Now, one of the things I was a bit afraid of and a little bit worried about was a question that I sent out to the Delancey Church folk at the beginning of the week. You see, because afternoon tea is such an important part of Liberation Day, I posed the question, how do we like to eat our scones? Are we jam first or are we cream first? Now, up until yesterday, I was very, very excited because I thought the verdict was in and it was 100% unanimous. We all preferred jam first and then cream. And of course, that is the sensible option, isn't it? But then yesterday, late evening, I had two more responses come through. And that, of course, just upset everything. Two people prefer to have cream and then jam. I mean, really? Yes, Emily and Megan, you know I am talking about you guys. And to be quite honest, that's such a major issue, a major concern. I am going to have to take it to the eldership. And mm, we might have to think about excommunication. I mean, that is a really big theological issue. Jam or cream first. And really, it's got to be jam and then cream. Sorry, girls. But I did ask a couple of other questions as well. And one of the questions I asked was, what were you planning to do uh, on Liberation Day itself? What were you going to do to celebrate? So I had some responses through and uh, here's what some of you were up to yesterday. 
So, um, Peter and Sue, you are going to have a, a street party, of course, still in isolation, but you are going to come out um, into your driveway and celebrate with drinks and nibbles. So, um, I hope you're able to do that. Of course, I'm recording this and I'm not actually sure what the weather's going to be doing, but that was your plan. So, I hope you had a good day. Um, Wendy was having afternoon tea and, and having Dave and Lisa around. And, uh, much to Dave's disgust, um, Wendy was planning to play the 1940s music, so I wonder how that went. Uh, I loved Liz Gilbert's response when I said, what are you going to be doing? She just replied to me, eat cake. Great, absolutely love it. Uh, a woman after my own heart. Roger, I wonder whether you were sitting in the communal gardens um, and enjoying uh, that. Pam, you were going to have a barbecue in the garden. Brilliant. It was Laura's birthday. So a happy birthday for yesterday to you, Laura. Simon and Maria, afternoon tea in the garden, um, watching the events online. I hope you had a great time together as a family. Holly, you were joining with your second bubble for tea in the garden as well. So lots of different things going on, barbecues, afternoon teas, all sorts of things. I hope you guys had a fantastic time, whatever it was you're up to. I also asked another question and, and said, actually, what uh, would you be doing normally if we weren't in lockdown on Liberation Day? And I got a number of different responses as well back for that. So Marilyn uh, Bruggle and Rose, you would be celebrating in Village East. Yeah, I like it. Stylish. Uh, and then you'd be wandering around town, soaking up the atmosphere, even dancing and having a little bit of a boogie. Uh, to the big band, which is great. Nigel and Sue would be also be in town enjoying the celebrations. Tracy said that um, she used to love speaking to her grandparents and listening uh, to the different stories that they had about the occupation. And then she would go and enjoy the parade. Lots of people writing in and saying the cavalcade, the, the fireworks, just the atmosphere in town. I love Karen and Brian, um, their response. They pack flasks, a whole lunch fruit, gosh, everything, and they go out for the day, park up at Delancey, watch the cavalcade, uh, and then go into town for the celebrations, obviously with the cameras, yep, I've got that. Holly, you'd be on the charity stool uh, in town. Um, Demelza, enjoying the fun fair. Oh, yeah, I remember as a teenager going into town on Liberation Day, enjoying the fun fair, that was that was fantastic. But now um, with the children, you like to watch the cavalcade and the parades. So good. So many different um, responses. Uh, I love Dave and Lisa's response. Um, Lisa was Lisa said that you, you enjoy the parades and the ball, Liberation Ball. But Dave, Dave, I'm a little bit disappointed, actually, with your response, because you said as it's a, a bank holiday weekend, you go to France. Well, I'm not sure that is um, in, in the spirit of Guernsey and the celebration of Liberation Day. But anyway, I will uh, I'll let you off. OK, so I hope everybody has had a great experience this weekend and uh, just celebrated, even if it has been with just uh, a few folks in a different household. Now, because this week we are celebrating our liberation from German occupation, I asked some of you what your thoughts were about freedom. What does it mean to be free or what does freedom mean to you? So here are some familiar faces sharing their thoughts and ideas about what it means to be free. What does freedom mean to me? Well, I think freedom is about choice. And there's a great Instagram quote that I've seen that says, in a world where we can choose to be anything, choose to be kind. 
And I think that's one of the greatest things that we can do with our freedom is be kind and to help others and to be a voice to those who need it and to stand up for those who need someone to stand with them. Freedom is getting on a plane. When I started to think about freedom, I mean, it's a good time to think about freedom, isn't it? Because we're, we're not as free as we'd like to be. Uh, but a question was asked, what does freedom mean to me? And to me, it means liberty. By liberty, I would say that it means uh, that I can choose to do what I want to do, when I want to do it. But also, that important word, choice, because it doesn't mean just physical things like going out and do them, but the choices I make the choices I make to uh, choose my God, for example. And this is something that not, not everybody in the world has, has got that choice. And it actually got me, got me thinking that, um, actually, over the last few weeks, it's particularly been pushed home, that um, our freedom is really a privilege. It's a privilege because not everybody in the world has the same freedom as us. Not everybody in the world can choose their God. Not everybody in the world has freedom even to do what they want to do because uh, people are still today in slavery, etc. So I consider that my freedom is a real privilege from, from God. And I feel privileged to have ended up living in this island of, of Guernsey, this beautiful place. Um, we're very privileged that we've got the freedom that we've got. And these uh, current circumstances, although they are impacting on our freedom they're very short term so i'm going to give the glory to god for the great place that we live the great times that we live in and uh i'm just i'm just going to really worship god today for my freedom amen freedom for me means freedom of choice freedom to choose freedom from condemnation freedom from fear and freedom from the judgment of others freedom to choose christ and today I choose Christ. Freedom for me is being forgiven by God for all the things I've done wrong in my life. Jesus, God's Son, having paid the ultimate price when he died on the cross. There is a song we sing at church and the lyrics of the chorus goes like this. My chains are gone, I've been set free. My God, my Saviour has ransomed me. And like a flood, his mercy reigns, unending love, amazing grace. People fought and died for freedom, so it's important to live in a way that honours the sacrifice that they made um, and choose to live the best life we can. Freedom. A small word that means everything, as we have found out over the last couple of months, our freedom can be taken away in an instant. We are celebrating 75 years of freedom from occupation on the 9th of May 2020. This means so much to us as we are free to come together virtually at the moment, but I'm praying that properly soon, and worship as Christians. A real privilege and blessing that we should not take for granted. Over 2,000 years ago, Jesus took the ultimate step for our freedom and paid with his life. I am so grateful for this and do not take this freedom for granted, giving all the praise to Jesus. Praise the Lord. So what does it mean to be free? What is freedom? Well, freedom can mean a state where one is not being imprisoned or enslaved. So to liberate means setting someone free into that state of freedom. I mentioned last week about the truth setting us free. 
And today I just want to unpack that a little bit more, a little bit further, as we think about this idea of freedom and liberation. So if you've got your Bibles, you may want to turn to John chapter 8, and we're looking at verses 31 to 36. Let's read this together. To the Jews who had believed him, Jesus said, If you hold to my teaching, you are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. They answered him, We are Abraham's descendants, and have never been slaves of anyone. How can you say that we shall be set free? Jesus replied, Very truly I tell you, everyone who sins is a slave to sin. Now a slave has no permanent place in the family, but a son belongs to it forever. So if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. The Jews were protesting that because they were Abraham's descendants, they weren't slaves. They didn't need to be set free from anything, but they couldn't see it. They didn't realise, they couldn't recognise that actually they too were enslaved to sin. They were enslaved to sin, just in the same way actually that that we all are. And we don't always recognise it either. We don't always realise that we can be trapped by many, many different things. The Jews might well have been in God's household as descendants of Abraham, but they were there as slaves. This is what Jesus is saying. They're there as slaves because they still sinned, They're not there as sons. And Jesus is saying this. Slaves don't have the same place in a household that a son would have. You see, a son in a family has a rightful place. A son has a place of privilege. But a slave, a slave can get thrown out at any time. But the son is always welcomed. The son belongs there forever. And Jesus goes on to invite the people to find freedom to find freedom in him he gives them that invitation to come to him and today for me and for you that same invitation goes out to us jesus is saying come to me i will set you free the son of god can set us free we can be in chains of sin we can be enslaved and trapped by sin. Now, that sounds a little bit old-fashioned, that phrase, but if you think about it, it's very true. We can be trapped by all sorts of things in life, trapped by envy or bitterness, maybe greed, hate, desire, addiction, selfishness, gossip, vanity, all sorts of different things can ensnare us and enslave us. Things that we wish we didn't have, things that we wish we didn't struggle with and we didn't have to battle with, but we find ourselves in that place. But Jesus is saying here, I am the one that can free you from all this stuff. I can free you from sin. How? How would he do that? Well, it says here, if you hold to my teaching, you are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. I spoke about this briefly last week, but when we abide in him, When we abide in Christ, in his word, when we allow him into our lives to consume us, to take over, that's what frees us. That's what breaks the chains because we get consumed by Jesus and then Jesus comes out of us and helps us 
to get rid of all this stuff. It's not through our own efforts, but through Christ in us and us in Christ. If Jesus is taking over us, if we are abiding in him and his word, then these things can get broken. Mike Pilavachi gives a great example. I referred to this example the other day in my devotions. But if you imagine that you want to become a top world class sports person, you could go out this afternoon and, and begin to practice at that sport. You could put things in place in your life that would help you to reach that. But actually, we'd have to admit that we're never going to become that top world class sports person. I could do everything possible, but I'm not going to be that person. But if I had a world class sports person come and consume me and take over my body, as it were, then their skill set would come out of me. I would be able to do what they do because they would have taken over my life. It's a little bit like that with Jesus. You see, Jesus says he comes to set us free. We have a part to play in that as well. But you know what? I would rather allow Jesus to take over my life and be all-consuming than to keep struggling and trying on my own. Because on my own, I'm just hopeless. On my own, I'd be overcome by sin all the time. You can keep trying and trying and trying in life. Or you can go to God and allow him to do it for you. It will lead to freedom. But there's a part that we have to play. And we have to pursue him. And we have to allow him to come and take over our lives. So Jesus sets us free from the bondage of sin so that we don't have to struggle with those things but it means that we have to come to him but not only does he set us free from the bondage of sin but he sets us free from the penalty of sin as well see when God gave his law his way of living it was because he knew what would be best for us he knew that um, by following the law it would lead to freedom and when it comes to the bible we see the different law within it and if we were to live according to that law in in all its fullness and its completeness and we could happily abide by it then things would probably be fine but we can't because we're not perfect beings when well, I'm definitely not a perfect being you see I don't always put God first I put other things first um, other things become idols as it were because they take priority over God I get envious I can say hateful things, I can say hurtful things, I can think wrong things. And God knew that would be the case, not just for me, but for you as well. And so, God in his perfect plan makes a way. And he sends his son Jesus. And Jesus, who is perfect, comes to fulfil the law for us. And his righteousness and his perfection is attributed to us. So when God sees me and when God sees my acceptance of Christ in my life, he sees righteousness. And whereas ordinarily, if I were to break the law, I would um, have a penalty. There isn't a penalty because Jesus bore that penalty upon the cross. God took it on himself. Isn't that fantastic? Now, that is really worth celebrating. We're free from the bondage of sin. And we're free from the penalty of sin. Can you hear that today? You know, you might have never heard that before. 
and that might be an absolute fresh and new revelation for you. But you might have heard it a thousand times. But maybe today you need a new and fresh revelation of that freedom that you have in Christ to know fully that the bondage of sin and the penalty of sin is removed from you. It's pretty big, isn't it? It's pretty amazing. It's pretty exciting. If it doesn't get you on your feet and dancing around your living room and putting up the bunting, I'm not sure what will. But we have access to that amazing freedom. It's so good. We're free from the bondage of sin, but we're free from the penalty of sin as well. Some of you today may be watching and you're thinking, well, actually, I feel entrapped and I feel enslaved by many things, not necessarily so much sin, maybe things of worry or fear, anxiety, failure, stress, maybe a sense of a low self-esteem, betrayal, I don't know, doubt, whatever it might be, you might feel trapped by other things. We can get caught up in all sorts of things, just the concerns of life, expectations, romance, comfort, whatever it might be. And we feel that they can be a burden or that we can feel trapped by them. I want to encourage you today that Jesus comes to free us from all those things. Trusting in God can begin to free us. And as I said earlier, it's the same principle as being enslaved by sin. If we abide in him, if we allow Jesus to consume us, if we bring these things to him, we will find a new freedom. But there is a part for us to play. We have to invite Jesus into our life. We have to allow him to take over our life, as it were, and be consumed by him. We have to abide in him. This weekend, we celebrate the liberation of Guernsey from the occupation in 1945. But I tell you what, I wonder whether we can celebrate with the same enthusiasm the freedom that we have in Christ Jesus our Lord. Today you can be free. Stop trying. Stop feeling guilty. Stop carrying around expectations. Stop gritting your teeth and getting disheartened. Go to God. Get in his presence. Allow his spirit to take over. Give him access to your whole life, not just your Sunday self. And begin to live and dance and breathe in the freedom that God gives you. And finally, may you allow this freedom to lead you to go and do. What do I mean by this? Well, in Galatians 5.13, it says this. For you are called to freedom, brothers. Only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love, serve one another. We're not just freed from things, but we're freed into things. Not just freed for yourself, but freed for others. Free to do. Free to serve. I wonder when we come out of lockdown and we get that physical freedom back, what will we do with it? Will that freedom all be about us? Or will it be about others? What kind of freedom do we want to go back to? We were freed from sin, but we were freed to serve. And my prayer today is that we all know and can experience that freedom. Let's pray together. Father God, I want to thank you for this freedom that you give us and that you offer us. That we can be truly set free when we acknowledge who you are. And we allow you, Jesus, to come into our lives and consume us. And then we don't have to keep trying in our own strength, but we can allow your spirit to work in our life 
to get rid of those things that enslave us. Lord, I thank you that we are forgiven in you, that we don't have to suffer the penalty of our wrongdoings, but actually we can experience your grace and mercy because of the offering and sacrifice you gave for us. We thank you for that great act of love poured out on the cross. I thank you that when you look at us, you can see us in robes of righteousness because of what Jesus did. Today I pray that each person watching would know and celebrate this freedom that they can have in you. And I really do pray that they would be freed from all these things that consume and worry and whatever it might be. God, I pray they'd come to you and give it to you. Oh, we thank you for who you are this day. In your mighty name. Amen. I'm now going to hand back over to Marilyn, who is going to share with us another one of her poems. But this one is a really extra special poem about Liberation Day and the lockdown. So over to Marilyn again. Thank you. Liberation and lockdown. A massive lockdown ended 75 years ago when the Channel Islands were freed from our German foe. For five long years we'd suffered, many hardships we all bore, as all our little islands were occupied in the Second World War. Some families went to England, they managed to get away, before the Germans bombed the island and arrived to rule the day. Lots of changes happened, life became quite fraught, driving on the right now, in schools, German language taught. Vehicles were requisitioned, travel was by Shanks's pony, and curfew every night made life a wee bit lonely. Our livestock too got taken, sheep and cows and hogs, and when starvation came, they even stole our dogs. But Gurns are known as donkeys, there's a real good reason for that, and although the burden was weighty, the Hun would never break our back. We plodded on regardless, made do with what we had, and when the Red Cross parcels came, oh my, we were so glad. And finally it happened, five long years after it began, that Germany surrendered, and our new lives then began. And 75 years down the line, we've been occupied again, but this time with a virus, COVID-19 is its name. We've had to be in lockdown, no mixing with our friends, to try and keep us all alive. Who knows when this will end? Our states of Guernsey leaders are using all their might to keep us safe and healthy in this momentous fight. And slowly we are pulling through. Together we will stand, support our essential workers as they lend their helping hands. So on Thursday nights we stand and clap in gardens island-wide to show appreciation for they fill us all with pride. Eventually this all will pass and we'll be free once more and hopefully we'll remember just what we're thankful for. Thankful for our freedom, thankful to those who fight, thankful to those who give their lives the ultimate sacrifice. It makes no difference how they fought or how their death was met. On battlefield or hospital ward we never must forget. It's important to keep it going, our liberation celebration as part of this island's history is passed from generation to generation. And maybe many years from now, if other trials should come at length, then our descendants can look back 
and draw upon that strength. Thank you for joining with our Liberation Service today. It's been great to have you with us. God bless you all. Have a great Sunday and I'll see you next week. Bye for now.